I think uh, today you're going to find out uh, a really interesting podcast. Um, uh, in my knowledge of mushrooms, has has gone from very very uh, minimal to pretty pretty in depth. Brandon is a wealth of knowledge and uh, shared a lot of really interesting facts about different benefits and how it can either help you with your mindset or uh, really just a, a litany of, of things that mushrooms can help for. So I think you're going to find uh, Brandon a really interesting guest and in, in how maybe mushrooms can help you. Yeah, who knew you could talk that long about mushrooms? You know, it's one of those <laughs> things I feel guilty about not knowing more about it, but it's fascinating. Uh, I've, I've used mushroom products in the past just because I found it interesting and wanted to try it, but never knew that how deep of a dive someone could take on that. Brandon's gone way down the rabbit hole and that made, well, makes, makes his life living doing that. So hats off to him. Uh, appreciate his time sharing with us. His journey started from scratch, starting a business. Um, so we got a little bit of business stuff in there. We got some mushroom education. Um, so I think uh, our listeners are going to get a kick out of it for sure. Everybody enjoy. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Healthy Teams, Healthy Business. Today we have Brandon joining us. We're going to be talking about mushrooms and the different health benefits that mushrooms have and, and how that can help um, your team maintain health. So, Brandon, if you don't mind, just share a little bit about yourself and kind of how you or why you got started on the on your journey of mushrooms. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've been taking different mushrooms and tonic herbs since about 2004. And uh, just kind of got into it on my own when I was getting interested in health, trying to kind of just upgrade my own functioning, my own performance. Uh, at that time in my life, I was just starting college and uh, felt pretty lost. Um, didn't really know what direction I wanted to go. Just wasn't really that happy, which is, you know, started eating well and doing yoga and meditating and stuff like that. And then uh, just came, randomly came across some stuff on reishi and it just like really grabbed my interest and um, yeah doing the reishi just took everything I was doing to the next level like my creativity went way up my mental clarity my ability to um, just process and retain information easily like college and school was always kind of annoying and a bit of a hassle to me up until that point I mean I love learning but I just didn't enjoy the structure but then after, once I was doing reishi and of course, you know, change other parts of my diet, college became like almost too easy to where I just lost complete interest in it. I was just like, yeah, this is kind of a joke. Um, so, yeah. So then um, just from the, the results that I saw and the profound changes that it had on me, um, I started my first business in like 2006. Um, it was a basically a juice bar kind of concept uh, without any juice <laughs> it was it, it was just all uh mushrooms and like different quote-unquote superfoods like you know raw chocolate and maca and coconut oil and just a bunch of kind of stuff that's a little more normal now but if you think about louisville kentucky in 2006 <laughs> it was uh it was pretty forward i mean like something as benign as carrot juice was like a revolutionary concept for people at that time. So they're coming into this thing that they already are kind of apprehensive and don't understand, but they're like, okay, I'll get a juice. And I'm like, yeah, we don't have any juice. There's no vegetables here. And they're like, what? You don't have any vegetables? Like, no, there's none. Um, like we just have reishi. They're like, what is that? I'm like, well, it's a mushroom. Yeah. What's, what's mushroom. So it's like, it was a, it was a huge learning curve, but, um, 
you know, it was a great learning experience and I got to share a lot of the stuff that I'd learned with people and just work with people in that way. And then 2009, I, decided to start taking things online and then ended up founding and starting Hyperion, which is my, my current company. Now I started that end of 2009, um, just to basically, you know, try to share my experience, what I've learned and get more and more people interested in reishi and the different mushrooms and different tonic herbs. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of a, a little bit of my, of my background. Now, um, Prior to you starting with the mushrooms, did you have any specific health issues that you were trying to resolve or things like that that you really were wanting to attack that you hadn't been able to resolve in some other some other way? Yeah, I mean, for me, all most of my issues were just psychological, okay. um, to be honest. I mean, I, didn't, I was when I first started trying to get healthy, I was like maybe 40 pounds overweight. I had weighed like 140 my entire life and then I was up to like 180. Just because at the end of high school, like I started lifting weights and eating a bunch, then I stopped lifting weights. So I was just huge um, for me, for my frame, anyways. I'm five nine, um, so then you know that was kind of my main thing. But for me, it was just more emotional. I was just angry. I felt kind of disconnected from my environment. I felt lost. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, um, which in some ways is actually a little more challenging. <laughs> like I wish maybe I had, I just had like a simple like food allergy or I was tired or you know whatever for me it was just like I was just super angry and kind of just felt disenfranchised from a lot of things so um but reishi and some of the other stuff you know and eating better and exercising at all it kind of helped equalize things for me and kind of move me forward and even so to this day I'm lucky I don't have really any major health problems I've just noticed a lot of improvements from kind of where I started. Um, and also, I mean, I can't remember the last time I've been sick. Um, like I've generally tried to think about it. Uh, I, I genuinely can't remember. I think I, there was a, in the last seven years, I can remember one or two times where like I had the beginning of something where I was like, Oh, feel my throat or I feel something, but then it never went past that. Um, and so, I mean, at least to me, that's pretty cool. Cause like, from what I remember being sick is pretty unpleasant. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's definitely that, um, something I can, I can say in terms of just purely physical stuff. So the, the reishi mushrooms really helped you in regards to mental health and, and things of that nature. What, are there any other mushrooms, um, that you would recommend that can, would help with some of maybe the, the kind of the other major uh, issues the hitting society if it's diabetes or uh, obesity or any of the other kind of common ailments that we have as a society yeah definitely um i think the way i think the way i can talk about it is relating back to how these different mushrooms work on the immune system um because you know, for obvious reasons, I can't say like reishi is great for diabetes and blah, 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 which I mean, it actually is If people want to go on PubMed or go on like Google Scholar and read. There is a lot of research about regulating a ton of different issues that a lot of people deal with. Um, but at least for me, keeping it more general, I just basically the mushrooms like reishi, chaga, cordyceps, lion's mane, and then others like shiitake, maitake, you know, things that are people a little more familiar with. They have a certain group of chemicals that can help regulate the immune system. 
And that's actually, it, it can sound kind of generic and benign, but it's actually quite a profound concept when you understand that there's very few things in the world that have that actual ability. There's a lot of herbs or a lot of things that people can take to stimulate the body, to stimulate an immune response, which maybe that's what you need. Maybe it isn't. If you're already really inflamed, it's like you maybe don't need a bunch more stimulation. Uh, whereas the mushrooms can do both. They can kind of bring down excessive immune things like, you know, inflammation, autoimmune conditions, things of that nature, but also immune deficiencies and weaknesses. It can help bring those up to basically bring your immune system back into a state of balance, but then also re-educate specific cells in your immune system to get more efficient at what they do, meaning recognizing foreign invaders more quickly and being more effective at attacking things before they you know, can get deeper into our system. Um, and that's, that's a pretty profound thing because if you think about, or I think about it often, if someone is stressed, they're probably inflamed. If someone's really inflamed, they're probably stressed. If someone has whatever ailment or disease, whether diabetes, blood pressure, depression, anxiety, hypertension, you can go on the list. I would also, I would basically wager they're probably also stressed and they're probably also inflamed. Like if we just really simplify it down to just basic mechanisms. So if you can address those things, then a lot of things can actually kind of give the body the space to self-regulate. That makes sense. Because um, that's also kind of like a, a basic tenet of more natural philosophy and healing is like, let's just remove the barriers that are keeping the body from being able to self-correct and self-regulate. Um, whereas kind of the pharmaceutical mindset and the modern mindset is kind of like, who cares what the body is and what it's trying to do? We just have analyzed uh, a certain mechanism. So we're just going to hit that with like an isolated pharmaceutical and kind of hope for the best, which I mean, sometimes that's the best option, but oftentimes it comes with side effects. It comes with unintended consequences, let's say. Um, and I mean, I can talk about that quite a lot because I've, you know, just being in this industry so long, I've met so many people. And even I was talking to this lady the other day that cuts my hair. She's on like eight different medications and just they just keep giving her more and more and more stuff because she's taking this one for this thing. And then it creates these effects. So she takes this one for this thing, but that creates this effect, this one for this thing. And I'm talking to her and it's taking her like 25 minutes to explain everything she's taking and what her doctor's telling her, all these things. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude, like there's a lot of people living in that paradigm. Um, and I, I just feel kind of personally glad that my parents didn't push that on me when I was young. Um, Cause I can remember what kind of put me on the natural kind of questioning mindset anyways, is when I was really young, I had really bad migraines. Um, and then I went to the doctor and I was so surprised because he spent like three minutes talking to me, wrote me a prescription and then that was it. And I was like, wait, what? Like growing up, I'd heard so much about like doctors and the medical thing. And I'm like, he only spent this quick amount of time. And then now looking back, I can realize I hated school. I didn't want to go. So I would stay up till 1 a.m., 2 a.m., then wake up at 6 a.m., eat Pop-Tarts and drink a Gatorade and then go to school. And it's like, well, I can't imagine why I had headaches every morning. <laughs> like, like, I mean, and, and it's just like, 10 minutes or just a couple of minutes of just basic common sense to be like, yeah, maybe you should go to bed early, uh, drink some water, maybe eat a better breakfast. And that might, you know, be all you need. So I don't know. That's kind of, um, 
I think getting back to your original question, I think with the mushrooms, their ability to work on the immune system is is quite profound and I think has a lot of wide reaching effects that uh that really not many other things have. Um and then when we talk about cordyceps, you know, it can have kind of energizing adrenal support properties. Lion's mane, like we were talking about earlier, can really nourish the brain and the nervous system. And then things like chaga can be like a potent antioxidant. Um, whereas reishi, like I was alluding to before, can kind of work on maybe more psychological, mental health kind of things. So the mushrooms kind of share this basic foundation of immune system support, but they each kind of have their own little specialty um, in terms of, I guess, yeah, their own specialty that they can kind of add to the mix, if that makes sense. Can you explain maybe the the mechanism, how a mushroom works in the body? I mean, if I think of a, if I think of a, like an animal-based product, you know, a meat source or a protein source, you know, when you ingest that, there's chemical reactions that take place that understand what to do with that. If you eat a plant and you get the phytochemicals and everything else out of the plant, your body kind of knows how to do that. But a, a mushroom is in a different class if I'm, maybe if I'm understanding it correctly as a fungus. So how, how does the body see that um, and process that maybe differently than how it does everything else? And how does that then work with, like we talked about offline, and you know, if I'm sauteing lion's mane with, you know, with some um, fresh vegetables and some olive oil, mm-hmm. like what in the world does the body do when it gets all that stuff in there? How's it, how does the signaling work? Uh, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. Actually, a lot of really good questions in there. Um, so I'll do my best to kind of answer it with my limited uh, scientific <laughs> knowledge. But basically, in terms of the mushrooms, there's a certain... There's a certain family of chemicals called polysaccharides, which are basically these like long chain sugars that are not actually, they're not like sweet, like saccharide is something we usually think of associated with sugar, which these are kind of what these are, but they're not sweet. Um, But then even within that, there's other specific molecules called like beta-glucans, which a lot of people are getting a little more hip to these days. So basically the way I understand it from memory, because it's been a while since I really like dove into the that sciencey like mechanistic part of it it's just basically like the these beta glucans are kind of like lock and key or like even though it is kind of a foreign thing from a mushroom our immune system recognizes it and it just kind of like goes in like a lock and a key to certain immune system cells and then basically helps them function better to basically be like hey you're attacking uh you're attacking us like you're attacking yourself maybe just chill out and then being like, oh, over here, you know, there's this it foreign invader or this foreign substance just chilling. Maybe you kind of might want to go over there. Um, so that's at least for working with the immune system. It's kind of that basic mechanism through the polysaccharides and the beta glucans. Um, but then also, like when we talk about reishi, for example, it's got 300 active chemicals that we know of at this point. So it's like obviously that's that can be a quite a quite a complicated thing when we start talking about the beta glucans, the polysaccharides, the triterpenes, the ganoderic acids, and then the whole family of different ganoderic acids and like so many different things. Um, so yeah, that's um, I would say at least the basic mechanism for the immune system stuff. Like somehow through this magical thing that maybe we don't fully understand, it's able to just go in and plug into these uh, receptor sites in our uh, immune system. 
You were saying um, about reishi and how when you first started that kind of that juice bar, people were were asking you for juice, and then when you offered them that, they said, you know, what? Why would I do that? Or or ooh and mushroom. Why do you think that we kind of have had this perception of I don't know, mushrooms are either used for psychedelics or they're just not at all, uh, I guess, beneficial when they've been around for thousands of years and used by multiple cultures. I mean, what, what are some of the negative connotations associated or why? Um, I mean, why is probably a lot of it's just our culture. I mean, the American diet, standard American diet's not typically very diverse. Um, and even if you just go further and you look, go to the grocery store and you look around and you think, and you see all these vegetables that appear to be different, but it's actually just the same vegetable. Like we're, we eat the same basic foods, like everything from the brassica family is basically the same vegetable, kohlrabi, cabbage, chard, uh, collards, broccoli, cauliflower, the whole thing, which people are like, oh, I'm eating all this variety. It's like, well, no, you're actually eating one plant because those were all bred from wild mustard. And then we talk about peppers and onions and or not onions, but peppers, tomatoes, um, eggplant. Those all come from the nightshade. Yep. So it's like there's a whole other thing that's gone. So you like really look down and we actually don't really eat that many different foods. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, mushrooms probably originally had a lot of connotations and associations with paganism, which also is kind of not that popular in our culture. Um, but then also, too, I mean, a lot of mushrooms are toxic and are poisonous and some are quite deadly. So it's like it has some logical basis. It's like you wouldn't just go out in the forest and start eating mushrooms that you found because it's probably not gonna, probably not going to pan out too well for you. I mean, I remember when I was first learning about mushrooms, there's like a quote that's like there are bold mushroom hunters and old mushroom hunters, but there are no old, bold mushroom hunters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like it's, it's really quite true because even some of the some of the edibles have deadly lookalikes and you like really really have to kind of know your thing so i think that's probably a decent amount of it whereas you know asian cultures in general they eat like a much wider variety of um of food than we do and so mushrooms are always in there and have been in there for a long time i mean um you know friends from Thailand, friends from China, friends from Taiwan. And they're just like, yeah, we just would grow up eating this or we would just grow up. You know, my grandma would tell me to go out in the forest and like find these mushrooms and bring them back. Like it's just kind of a part of their culture. Um, that's true with actually a lot of tonic herbs in general. It's just for us, it's kind of like this exotic, cool thing. But for a lot of cultures, it was just like part of their food. It was just like, oh, yeah, you you put this in your soup. You put this in your stock because this is just going to support your health and your immune system and keep you healthy and vital. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of just a funny cultural thing. Um, but I think, yeah, like I said, it, it does have some basis, <laughs> um, but I, I think it is, I think it is changing as well. I mean, I think more and more people are starting to understand it. And as uh, you know, like when I started my company in 2010, like the awareness of these products was nothing. It was extremely low. Whereas now, I mean, there's, dozens and dozens of companies selling lots of different kinds of mushroom products it's at whole foods it's at you know every major health food store now um for varying degrees of quality which that's a kind of a whole other um conversation because you know when something's new and trendy then venture capital people get interested they want to come in they want to make money they want to get a quick return 
but it's not necessarily always done by people who are deeply passionate and knowledgeable about what the actual thing is. So then maybe the products they create are pretty, pretty weak sauce, to be honest. <laughs> um, Cause herbs can be quite complicated and nuanced. I mean, it can, it can be, you know, not everyone has the mindset for the kind of like OCD tedious nature of it, because there you can just split things into so many, like, for example, wild ginseng, America harvests a lot of it. Right. But when Americans have wild ginseng, they don't really have a complicated grading system. They're just like, Oh, it's this old, roughly speaking period and that's about as far as they take it whereas when they sell it to korea japan china taiwan any of these other countries they have like 300 different categories and subcategories of how they create and how everything and what side of the mountain was it from what day what month what time like so it's like so much complexity that to us it's just like headache inducing um but i, I know people who know that system and are that and I'm just like, I'll be coming in like, oh, I just want to enjoy this thing and have fun. They're like, well, actually, and they'll spend like 30 minutes breaking it all down. I'm just like, dude, you just ruined it all. Like, <laughs> just let me enjoy this thing. Um, so that's just kind of an example. You know, it's just different mindsets and, and different cultures. Um, but I think things are changing and we're slowly making our way forward. Well, let's let's switch gears in and talk about your business, because sure. I'm curious, very interested in that. Um how that how that started how you decided to go and then i love because you talked about quality which is something david and i are always interested in so you know, yeah. how do you source do you, do you grow um all that kind of stuff how do you how do you find vendors how do you make sure yours is different than the other competitors that you just mentioned all that kind of stuff yeah i mean i think for me it all it all goes back to kind of my original days of kind of being extremely broke <laughs> uh, so it's like I was broke, but then there also weren't the kind of products like that I sell. They weren't really available back then. So I had no choice but to just work with the raw, the herb in its natural state, like buying dried reishi mushrooms, dried cordyceps, lion's mane, whatever, and just working with them in that way. And I mean, because I was, at, at that time I was doing so much yoga and meditation, I would do, you know, one to three day fasts and just take, take tonic herbs on a fasted like three day state. And you really feel what's happening <laughs> when you have had nothing but water for three days and you've been doing a lot of meditation and stuff like you really feel what's going on. Um, and then there was times where I would just wake up in the morning, drink water, take reishi and then meditate for like an hour and then do breathing and yoga for like two hours. And that was just that was like every single day because I just kind of have that obsessive mindset it's like every single day. So doing it in that way really gave me. A foundation of i guess somatic and, and visceral feeling for what the herbs are what they do and then the degrees of quality and also the effects that they should have so basically my philosophy is i i want to translate that over into the products that i sell um, but obviously i'm doing it on a much wider scale uh, across some, a lot of other um you know a lot of other networks so basically yeah that's I just mentioned that because a lot of companies have extracts and they're just doing it from like, it has X amount of these chemicals, so it's good. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but does it actually have the feel and the actual personality and characteristics of what that herb actually is? Um, which is a little bit abstract and slightly intangible, but that's kind of been my MO from the beginning. And then obviously I used 
you know, third party testing and certain chemical things to, you know, quality control along the way. But at the end of the day, my number one thing is, does it actually have the effects that we want it to, depending on what it is? And then does it actually carry across the personality of what that original herb was? So then I have that basic mindset and then I look at each herb or mushroom and figure out how can I get those things into the end product. And then I work backwards to figure out the best extraction process, the best ratio, the best raw materials. Um, so I'm really kind of objective and outcome oriented in that way, um, which is kind of a lot different of a mindset than mostly every other company that I've, that I've seen come out over the last 10 years. Um, so that's just my basic philosophy because for me, I take all of my own products and people sometimes be like, Oh, you just made this video promoting this product because you sell it. I'm like, well, no, hold on. It's actually the other way around. <laughs> I only sell it because I like it. And the content that I put in the video is based on me using it for a decade and sharing with you what I've seen and what I've noticed. Plus now I have 15,000, 20,000 people that have also bought it and tried it. So I've got you know a bigger sample size of people's testimonials, people's experiences, positive and negative, to be able to then share like, well, here's what I've seen. And then basically, because just because like I have a hard time personally being disingenuine or dishonest, like if I don't genuinely like genuinely like something or I'm not genuinely passionate about it, I can't like <laughs> I can't really do anything. It's, it's, I just for whatever reason I'm not wired that way. So that's why I sell so few products. Um, cause you know, there's tons of herbs and mushrooms I could sell that people would buy, but I just don't necessarily have the same intimate knowledge or relationship or passion with them. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. That answers your question. It's not too abstract. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. And, uh, it made me just think of another thing when you had talked about, uh, sure. meditating for an hour and yoga for two hours, I got to step my game up, but, yeah. um, <laughs> Is there anything that can help enhance the mushrooms that, I mean, meditation is, is a great probably tool eating healthy. I mean, is there any things that really go well with, with taking the Rishi or any other, other ones that can help to help your mental aspect? I mean, it's kind of a slightly controversial thing. Some people are into it. Some people aren't, but if you mix it with coffee, because mm -hmm. like coffee is already a stimulant. It's already kind of like driving things into your system and opening your system up. So you put your mushrooms in there, that will definitely, you know, you definitely feel a bit more that way. Um, just thinking in terms of like what's easy and accessible for people, because most people are already drinking coffee. So it's like, well, you can just put a scoop of the powder in there, stir it up. And like you really didn't have to do much work or any effort at all, but you can still reap the benefits. Um but so at least for the products that I sell, they're all concentrated extracts. So they're all ready to use as is. So like I have some clients that just eat it straight out of the bag. Um, some people mix it with hot water. Some people mix it with coffee or tea or some people add it to smoothies or protein shakes um, just because it's already ready to go. So, but yeah, to answer your question, I think just doing some hot water or some coffee because a hot beverage kind of already opens things up. If you just think about it, like if you're really cold, you tend to like kind of contract. Like if you just eat a bunch of ice cream, you kind of feel everything through your GI and your head kind of contract a little bit. For if you have something warm, it kind of opens things up. Um, it's just kind of basic thermal properties. So, yeah, hot hot beverage 
whatever it is, put the mushrooms in there and that should definitely potentiate it. Or, you know, cayenne pepper that definitely also opens things up um, or raw chocolate, the raw cacao powder. That's something I used to do a lot back in the day. I mean, I used to, I mean, honestly, chocolate was like half of my diet <laughs> for quite a while. <laughs> it was just like raw cacao, bunch of other superfoods, mushrooms, eat that and just like, then go to my room and read like a bunch of books, listen to a bunch of podcasts and just like go really just dive into a lot of stuff, which maybe wasn't the most healthy or sustainable thing, but you know, it's part of being <laughs> part of being in your twenties. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you're, when you're building these formulas or you're building your, your different products, um, mm -hmm. are you able to source what you want when you want? Like what's the availability of, of the raw product that you need to come in and then what's the process? Like, I'm just, I don't know how much that you want to reveal, but like, I'm just sure. kind of nerdy on the process of getting it from, like I told you, we found a lion's mane mushroom grown on a tree. Like, what's the process of somebody doing that and then it ending up in one of your bags of your product? Yeah, I mean, for me at this point, it's it's fairly easy and the turnaround time is fairly quick just because, you know, I've been in the industry for 15 years. I have relationships and and I've kind of worked my way up the food chain to find the best producers, the best growers, and some of the best um, manufacturers. Um, just basically, you know, at a certain point, everything is kind of based on relationship and introduction. Because, like, you know, people can go online and be like, mushroom supplier, and find, like, a whole lot of different things, which is fine. But that's kind of just one level to the game, um, let's say. Um, whereas there's a whole other aspect that's just kind of introduction, who you know, your, who your relationship is, things like that. Um, so, yeah, since being in it for so long, that's kind of more so the relationships that I use. And then um, I can basically get more or less whatever I want within reason, extracted, produced, however I see fit. Um, so I've just done a lot of experimentation over the years and a lot of research just tweaking certain things. And then also some of my products have been the exact same for like 10 years, just because it was good 10 years ago. So I didn't really feel <laughs> any need to change it. Um, whereas the lion's mane that I have now um, is, is quite new. I think it's less than two years old and that actually took quite a lot more work um, because I wanted to focus specifically on two chemicals, um, which are the ones that have the, cognition and the like nerve growth factor and brain nerve growth factor support because um, we were talking about earlier about beta glucans and polysaccharides and those being some of the great things in mushrooms but those really only work on the immune system so it's kind of this funny thing a lot of companies will sell a lion's mane product and be like lion's mane is great for the brain but then their product doesn't have really any of the chemicals that are actually good for the brain like or or it's like very trace amounts so I just wanted to do something and just say, hey, let's just zone in on this particular unique aspect of lion's mane because it's really the only one that has that. Um, whereas, for example, if I sold four mushroom products, four different mushrooms individually, but each one had 30% beta-glucans, I'm effectively selling four of the same exact product. <laughs> if you think about it, because it's like product A, Mushroom beta-glucans, product B, mushroom beta-glucans. So at a certain point, it's kind of like, doesn't really make sense. Um, because again, going back to what I said earlier, I'm results and outcome oriented. If lion's mane is good for the nervous system, my question is, well, then how can I get 
a lion's mane product that zones in on that. Um, and then if cordyceps is, you know, really supporting uh, respiratory capacity, blood, blood oxygen levels, ATP levels, energy, things like that, how can I zone in on that? Um, so it's a little bit of a tangent, but hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it does. I, I just think it's interesting to know, like, um, in your, in your journey of your business growing, did you ever think yeah. one of these days I'm going to grow my own, uh, one of these days I'm going to have my own, you know, place where I'm doing research or I guess, but I guess what you're saying is every time you found places that, you know, you can trust and you can work with exactly. this group of researchers and this group of growers and where, where are you geographically? Okay. Where are you now? So I live outside of Portland, Oregon. Okay. So all of them, Okay. Yeah, that's where I live, and then my company is incorporated in Louisville, Kentucky. That's that's where I was born and raised. Okay. Um, then my fulfillment center is in Savannah, Georgia. Wow! Just because that's that's it's just kind of a central, you know, it's easy to get a lot of the country from there. So yeah, okay. um, yeah. So I mean, it's yeah, definitely I, that that part of the business never really called to me, at least not now, because I just kind of have other priorities. And, you know, I'm going to be moving to Indonesia in a few months. So it's like, you know, once maybe once that phase of my life is done, then I'll say, hey, you know, maybe I want to get my hands, you know, more in the dirt and kind of take things back to, you know, controlling everything from the ground up. But but also, too, sometimes it's just better to hire someone who's already figured it all out. Right. Rather than trying to, I, I, you know, I had to learn that that lesson early on business wise. I'm like, yeah, I could do this myself, but it's going to take me 10 times as long and it's going to be frustrating than if I could just hire someone who was already good at it. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of my mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I stepped on you there. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Uh, you're a wealth of knowledge. Um, if someone wanted to kind of dig deeper into a lot of the topics that you're talking about, is there any sources or anything that you would recommend if they had an ailment and they were trying to find out what would be best suited for them that you would recommend a website book? Um, I mean, most of the books and such are going to be quite general. It's going to be like, here's what adaptogens are, and then here's some of the benefits. I mean, I guess there is literally a book called Adaptogens. Um, which is a great, you know, starting place. Someone can go on Amazon, type in adaptogens, and that's a great, it's a great book. Um, I also have a YouTube channel with like 700 videos. So there's a bunch of stuff on there. Um, and then also just on my website, I have a blog that goes back, you know, 12 years with a bunch of articles and a bunch of info on that. Um, but yeah, in terms of books, I think that that book adaptogens is a great, great starting place. Yeah. Is there any uh, any class of people with any particular ailments or something or conditions that maybe should not be using mushrooms that you know of? Um, I mean, I think in general, most of the mushrooms are quite safe. Obviously, I'm not a doctor or a pharmacist, so I mean, can't legally hold me to that. It's just kind of what I've seen over the last 12 years. Um, if people are on you know, blood pressure or blood thinners, then obviously they need to be, you know, pretty cautious about everything from, you know, from what I've seen. Uh, but I mean, at the, at the same time, you know, there was a music teacher that I had in Portland who, you know, had had blood pressure issues for a long time. He was older. He's probably, I don't know, mid seventies, um, blood pressure issues, asthma, you know, always waking up to go to the bathroom multiple times in the middle of the night. 
And then he started drinking the this tea I sell called Gynostema, which is not a mushroom. It's uh, basically just looks like a loose leaf green tea. Um, just I think that's one of the best adaptogens on the planet, just as a side note. So he was drinking that for maybe a couple months. And then he, when he went back to his doctor, his doctor was like, wow, your blood pressure is like massively improved. And like all these markers are in a much better range. Like, what have you been doing? He's like, oh, nothing, nothing at all. Like he couldn't even think about it because it just, this tea didn't even register on his radar. Um, and then he was telling me about, it. I'm like, uh, you've been drinking Gynostema like every day. And he's like, oh, you think that could be it? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's a retired college professor and researcher. So then he went on his whole, his whole own journey and was just reading through a bunch of stuff and was like, oh yeah, I mean, it does have all this stuff going on. And I did notice my asthma got better, my blood pressure. I stopped waking up in the middle of the night, like so many different things improved. And it's not necessarily because that plant treated X, Y, and Z. It's more so that the plant had a, a, a wide enough array of these certain chemicals that just regulate a lot of different functions in the body. Um, so to me, that was kind of my original appeal and attraction for some of these herbs. It's like, well, I don't necessarily have to know so many different things. I can just kind of trust that they're intelligent and can modulate because they're not necessarily stimulant or depressant. And I remember one time, actually, one of the one of the first times I like realized what I was learning and 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 practicing could actually work. Just as a quick short story, where I gave a talk with a, a doctor. I was when when I was living in Louisville, I was supposed to do a talk with this doctor. He got an hour. I was supposed to get an hour. He took like an hour and fifty minutes <laughs> of the time. <laughs> So then basically I got up there and I was like, okay, I just got to do my, like my pitch. Cause at that time, I, you know, this was 2007 or eight. So, I mean, I was living off of like $400 a month at that time. I was like quite, quite broke, let's say. Um, but still working like 80 hours a week on my, on my first business, trying to figure out a business. Um, and I remember I made like $300 in 10 minutes selling like this, this mushroom for me and i was like oh my god like i was giving the talk and like people were like getting their wallet out while i was talking i was like oh my god this is, this is unreal like can't believe it um but basically the whole the reason why i mentioned it, the whole feel of it is he gave this extremely long complicated talk about all this and all this and all these different complexities and nuances and which is like fine but everyone was just completely bored and like people were falling asleep so i was like great i'd have got my pitch i was like look these mushrooms are really adaptogenic, really balancing. You don't have to really even worry about all this stuff. The guy just spent two hours putting you to sleep. <laughs> like, cause they're not, it's not like there's aggressive stimulants or aggressive drugs. They're generally pretty well tolerated, which is why they've been used as food for so long. You know, obviously if you start taking massive doses, then that's a different thing. Um, and I remember people were just like, Oh wow. And I was like, okay. So anyways, that's just kind of like was my original allure and what kind of got me into them. Um, but obviously, I always recommend people to err on the side of caution if they have any doubts, if they have a complicated situation, obviously work with a licensed provider, work with someone and figure out. Um, or, But I also have some clients that are just like a little more cavalier. <laughs> uh, and they're just like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm like, cool. Let me know how it goes. Um 
So, you know, but I would say, yeah, long story short, in general, they're quite safe and quite tolerated um, from what I've seen. But I always, I always recommend people starting off with less, like starting off with a lower dose, see how you feel, see how you react, and then work yourself higher if you need it. That's kind of my, my always my rule of thumb with anything. Um, can I, I probably want to get to closing zone, respect your time, but um, sure. again, I, I'm curious now, you kind of mentioned moving to Indonesia, so maybe you could mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit and just talk about what what's the customer experience like when they buy something from your company, Hyperion Herbs? What, what does that look like? Um, you know, what are they buying? What, what do they get? And then um, after the sale, kind of what's the interaction? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, at least at this point in time, I do all my own customer service. And I, I have for most of the company. Like, it's a very personal brand. The 95, 98% of people that write to the company write to me personally. Sometimes for, for better or worse. <laughs> uh, some of, definitely some of, the, some of the negativity I've gotten online over the last decade is tends to have a very personal tone because it's a very personal brand. Um, that's a different thing. So yeah, if someone, if I just mentioned that, because if anyone has questions or recommendations or about any of it, because I understand that it can be quite overwhelming, especially if you're reading online, it's like this site says this, this site says the opposite thing. And then now this doctor says whatever, something else. I just mentioned that because within the health field, like it seems like everything is bad. It's like now vegetables are bad. I have people write to me and like, oh, vegetables are poison, whatever. Now people are like, oh, I can't believe you're selling mushrooms. They're poison. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like this group of people over here that just eat fruit, everything aside from fruit is poison. And then just these people over here that just eat meat, everything is not meat is poison. I'm just like, guys. <laughs> so I just, so I, I can understand being a consumer. So that's how I try to present things on the website as just kind of concise and as simple and as accessible as possible. And if people want to go deeper, that's there. Um, so then usually people just go to the website, check out, and then usually everything ships within one or two business days and then tracking email. Usually if it's in, the, if it's in America, it's usually delivered and depending on where they are, anywhere from two to five days, depending on, whatever mood the postal service happens to be in that day. Um, and then hopefully they get on my email list and then they'll be getting regular education about the products um, and, you know, more education on the benefits, the hows and the why, and then also just stuff to basically help them understand it. And then I think also in my post-purchase email, there is an ebook to like, the guide to Hyperion herbs, just answering people's basic questions. What are tonic herbs? What are adaptogens? Why should you take them? What do they do? What are, how can I use them? When can I take them? What can I combine them with? Just kind of those basic things of just answering those common things, especially if people are new. Um, so that's kind of just the basic customer journey. And then uh, I've guys, like I said, I've been doing it since 2010 and I have a lot of customers that have been with me since that time, which is, boggles my mind um like and it's also kind of embarrassing having a youtube channel that goes back to 2008 <laughs> <laughs> you just look back and you're like dude what was i thinking but <laughs> you know that's just life um so yeah in terms of bali um just moving there to basically study internal arts full-time okay. um so study tai chi and nagong and meditation like full-time like 40 hours a week 
five days a week um, for, I don't know. I'll be there from anywhere from two years or two months to five years. I'm not really sure yet. <laughs> I'm just just going all in. Um, the opportunities presented itself. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, well, I've built an online business that gives me location independence. So I might as well at least give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. That was uh, that was an awesome, awesome uh, episode. And I know I'm walking away with a lot of new knowledge and hopefully our listeners, I know they will be as well. So thank you and best of luck to you in Bali. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Hopefully, um, you know, in my uh, meandering rant, there was hopefully something useful that will pique someone interest. And like I said, people want to have any questions about anything or need further info or clarification and always reach out through my website um and i'm happy to point people in whatever direction i think will be helpful even if it's not my products even if it's not my stuff i'm more than happy to just say hey check this out because sometimes i confuse people that will email me and be like hey i have this what product should i of yours should i get i'm like well none because i don't think it'll help you here's what i think maybe you should do people are like well wait hold on <laughs> so i mean i just i have a very kind of low-key attitude about it and uh you know just try to help people if I can. And if I can't, then I can't. But, but yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity and uh, appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks for coming along with us for another episode of the Healthy Team, Healthy Business podcast. We'd love for you to follow us on Instagram at Healthy Team, Healthy Biz. That's B-I-Z. You can also find us on Facebook under the same name. You're welcome to send us a message on either one of those applications, or you can send us an email directly at teamdudes at healthyteamhealthybusiness.net. We'd love to hear your feedback and requests you might have for topics or guests. Please feel free to send them our way. If you would take the time to give us a rating or a feedback on your favorite podcast app, that would also be much appreciated and quite helpful. Thanks again for following along and sharing your passion for health with all of us.